All right, cybersecurity. We had that pipeline scare the other month. Uh, right now it's June 21. And uh, Biden talked to Putin and uh, whatever. Everyone's interested in the subject right now. So instead of talking about Russians, let's just say, what would you have to do? Like, say you wanted to, um, I don't know, extort a million dollars out of some hospital. How would you do it? You know, would you work hard your entire life as a child and then as a young adult and get into Stanford and get a Bachelor of Science in computer programming? Uh, no, that's not what you would do. I mean, if you did that, you're already about to make a million dollars. So it would be ridiculous for a person like that to try and do it. So, you know, how about just some random, some random person in America, a boy, I don't think women ever do cyber attacks, but, uh, you know, some uh, teenage boy in America, and he wants to go into that. He loves playing video games. He's not going to do good in school. Uh, you know, hey, maybe you can make some money uh, extorting a hospital. So, I mean, where do you start? Well, the answer is you can just start with uh, some Google searches. You know, you're just basically you're going to search the Internet for a program that will, you know, that you can email to someone. And if they open it and, uh, you know, Whatever, probably do a couple things. It's not going to be super easy. It's not, you know, it's never easy to get a million dollars. But anyways, you're just you're just trying to find a program on the internet somewhere that um, you can email to someone, and if they open it, that attachment, it will encrypt the entire <laughs> database of the hospital. All the hospital's information will be encrypted, and they can't get it back without the uh, password to that encryption and you're like, I'll give you that password for a million dollars. So you don't have to write that program, right? You know, like, you can be a 16-year-old Call of Duty player, and uh, you don't have to write this crazy program that encrypts everything. You just go looking for that program. And they're out there. There's probably many of them out there. You know, maybe you want to go to the dark web to find a better version of it. You probably don't have to go to the dark web, you know, just... Reddit or 4chan or whatever, you just, you know, you start poking around in the forums until you find the program. Or who knows, it may be the top hit of a Google search if you get the right search terms. Now, if this hypothetical 16-year-old white male in America does that, you know, he's probably going to make some little mistake. His IP address will be exposed and the cops will come and take his ass away. So, let's call this kid uh, Little Johnny. So if little Johnny is smart, he should probably go extort hospitals in some other country because their cops can't come and get him so easy. Well, and so little Johnny in America who likes Call of Duty, well, you know what? There's people in Russia who like Call of Duty, and there's people all over the world. There's people in Nigeria who like Call of Duty, and, uh, and they're poor, and they're interested in making some money, and... So what they have to do is they just need to go on the internet and find that program and uh, start phishing, which is what, P-H-I-S-H. -H. And so, you know, okay, you're going to send one email? No, that's not, that's not a good way of doing it. So now you go on the internet and you look for a program that automatically sends emails. And, you know, it's not that hard to find. You know, like you can go on a hospital uh, website and see someone's email address, you know, like maybe... You know, University of Michigan Hospital, let's say. So, you know, it'd be like John R. at Uni University of Michigan Hospital. So now you just, you set up your program to go take all the most common um, American names, John, Jill, Sally, 
and then you put on A, B, C, D, E, F, G at the end of it to represent all the possible last names, and you just blast that hospital with emails, all of which have the attachment that when you open it up, it'll encrypt the whole thing. And then you do that, and then you do that to every hospital in America, because why not? It doesn't, doesn't cost you anything. The computer's just sitting there shooting off emails. That's fine. And then maybe you go look for, like, pipeline companies, you know, and you notice, oh, that's how, uh, you know, oh, this pipeline company, they do uh, last name, initial first, and then the thing. So it'd be R. John, not John R. Fine. You blast all the pipeline companies with that kind of stuff. And anyways, like, I don't know exactly how the attachment encrypts um, all the data of a corporation. You probably have to do, a, I mean, you definitely have to do a little bit more than just opening the attachment. But let's just say, that, you know, obviously, whatever it is you have to do, that thing can be done because we hear about it being done uh, pretty frequently. So now you're Joe Biden and you're going to talk to uh, Vladimir Putin and you're like, hey, Vlad, uh, you know, quit letting Russian hackers attack uh, American pipelines. And, you know, if Biden's lucky, then it's it's the special cyber army unit of the Russian army that did the hack. But if it ain't them, then it's just some random people in Russia, and Putin doesn't know who it is, and we don't know who it is, and then no one knows who it is. You can't really stop it, you know? It's like, they have to be afraid of getting caught, otherwise they won't stop. And I think, they're not afraid of getting caught, so they will not stop. Anyway, so that's that's probably how the hacking goes. It's, you know, it's just going to be every country... Um, citizens of every country attacking every other country that's rich enough to be worth hacking. Um, now, the thing about the special army units where they got hackers, you know, cyber whatever, cyber attackers and hackers, uh, it's not like America doesn't have a unit like that. You know, America has, you know, I think America spends more on its military than like the entire rest of the planet put together, something like that. And... So we got, you know, we got we got the absolute most well-funded cyber attackers in the world. And we're using them all the time. We're out there cyber attacking people like crazy. And I'm sure we cover our tracks a little better. And also when we do a cyber attack on Russia of some sort, you know, all the European Union countries are like, oh no, we didn't see nothing, right? They're not gonna they're not gonna call us out. We're all uh, allies. You know, basically it's like you punch your enemy, you're like, hey, that's justified because what my enemy's been doing. And then your enemy punches you, and you're like, what the heck are you doing? You can't punch me. I've been good my whole life. That was unjustified. Yeah, so anyways, long story short, I think people are getting better at not opening email attachments from who knows who. Um, and that's kind of the solution. But then it's like you got to have everyone do it correctly every time. And uh, it's hard. It's a hard problem to solve. So who's the best at being smart and clever? Well, it's the Jews. And who do they hate? They hate Iran. And what they don't want is for Iran to have nuclear weapons. So Israel's, you know, they're frequently doing little thises and thats to uh, slow Iran down on their, you know, basically, any country that does not want to get overthrown by America, you got to have nukes. If you don't have nukes, you're never safe. You know, may, you know, maybe America won't th overthrow your government, but until you got nukes, you're not safe. Iran knows this. They know that America hates them, 
And they're like, we, get, we better get some nukes, because otherwise we're going to be in the crosshairs of America. They're going to pull an Iraq on our ass. But anyways, even though no one ever acknowledges it, um, America gave Israel nukes. So they got nukes, but they don't really want to, they don't want their uh, enemies around them to have nukes, you know, because then things can go south real quick. You know, if someone's like, uh, you know, I'm going to get 72 virgins, you know, a little 12-year-old. I'm going to get 72 12-year-old virgins in heaven if I die. They might just push that button. But so, like, they've done, Israel's done a bunch of things that I can't remember. But anyways, there's two of them, two of them that I can, can remember. One of them was like a guy on a motorcycle. I mean, I guess an Israeli or someone that Israel hired. A guy on a motorcycle just shot like one of the top nuclear scientists in Iran. You know, like, they're on the street. There's the scientist who's super important to the project. He's in charge of a lot of stuff. And a guy on a motorcycle killed him with a gun. But the other one involves the centrifuges. So, you know, why don't... Why don't you go build a uh, nuclear weapon in your backyard? Well, the answer is is because you got to enrich uranium. And enriching, u- enriching uranium is like a crazy difficult thing to do. Like all of America, every, you know, every ounce of effort that America could muster in the 40s, and they were only able to enrich enough uranium for two bombs you know, that they used on Japan. So this is a very difficult thing to do. And the way you do it, you, you do it with centrifuges. So you just got these things that are spinning all the time. You, you need a ton of them. First off, you got to get some uranium. But I think that part is not the crazy difficult part. What it is is you need these centrifuges spinning your uranium around so that you get the good part and you can, whatever, save that for later and put it all together and make a bomb. And so Iran is not stupid. And, you know, so that whole that whole plant, they got a plant with a million of these or whatever, many of these super expensive, super high-tech centrifuges running. And, like, that plant is not online. You're not going to let uh, some 16-year-old come hack your plant, you know, or you're not going to let the super-duper Israeli uh, cyber attack army group attack your plant. But, somehow, Israel did it anyways. And uh, what they did is they made the centrifuges spin a little too fast and it destroyed all the centrifuges so you know that you know, not, you know it takes Iran maybe two to four years to rebuild that kind of thing so that just you know it just pushed off the date until Iran gets the nuke the nuke and I guess no one knows exactly how Israel got that uh, little bit of uh, you know evil programming into the Iran uh, nuclear thing um, I don't know. For some reason, I'm imagining like, oh, you pay one of the employees to uh, take a thumb drive and stick it into one of the computers at the plant. And that's probably not what happened because I have no idea. So I'm just making stuff up. But maybe that's how they did it. Whatever. That would make a good movie. Either way. So Biden talked to Putin about the cybersecurity stuff. And Biden said something kind of weird. He said, he told Putin, there is a, there's 16... Um, critical infrastructure things and I don't want you attacking them cyber attacking them and if you do there's going to be heck to pay and it's kind of like uh are you saying I can attack other things just not those 16 things I mean the 16 things you know it's like airports and stuff like that but it's very important things pipelines I'm sure is on there 
But it was a little weird to say, don't attack these 16 things. Like maybe, maybe that means that every country is attacking all sorts of things. You know, every country is attacking every other country with cyber attacks. And uh, hey, that's fine. But just you know, don't attack these 16 things. You know, and we're we're attacking you left and right, but we're not going to attack those 16 things on your side either. I mean, no one knows. No one knows what exactly that means. Don't attack these 16 things.